doing something old-fashioned. I've been watching internet videos. That's all I have here. Well, there's that, and until recently they were math races with Dr. Singh. Getting really good at three-digit addition and also multiplying things by 11. If there's any way for you to write in, I'd ask you to send me a list of two-digit numbers. I can open it while recording and multiply them by 11 really fast. It's almost unbelievable. To be honest with you, I wasn't bad at math. There was, there was something scary about doing it. You know you're doing it, but at the same time, you aren't really doing it. I mean, I add and subtract the, way, the same way anyone does. There's nothing personal about it. You lose yourself doing math. It's like being possessed by an extremely nerdy demon. Uh, so, as I said, the internet videos are all I have here. I should say, if you're old enough to remember the internet, these are not pornographic videos. Uh, well, I don't know why Dr. Singh saved any videos at all, but being a mind in a box, he probably has very little use for pornography. I still kind of suspect he has some, though. Pornography was so dangerous, it was almost like the truth. Not that it was true, or even accurate, but it was like the truth, in that everyone searched for it, and when they found it, they kept it hidden. No one ever talked about it, and anyone who came across it by accident was usually shocked. That's enough about uh, pornography and truth, except that there was way, way more pornography than truth on the internet. Uh, these are not pornographic videos. They are videos that people made of themselves eating things that weren't good. That had a kind of novelty then. There was more good food than anyone could eat, so people would record themselves like, drinking a glass of olive oil or snorting curry powder, or eating uncooked rice. I've had occasion, and maybe you have too, to eat uncooked rice, and it was far from hilarious. Then again, I wasn't looking at my face, so maybe my expression was funny. I do remember gagging, but at the time, I was grateful to have it. So, I watched people eating things that weren't good. There were a lot of those. Uh, a lot of people talking about things that they bought and whether those things were good or not and why they were good or why they weren't good. Then I got into people talking about politics and what they thought. People had a lot of thoughts. Once in a while, well, quite often, people would talk about race. They would say what they thought of different races. And in reply, other people would say what they thought about that 
usually that it was racist, because it pretty much always was. And the person would defend themselves. And that made me think about returning to an old segment, things I don't miss. But I'm not sure what exactly. I would say I don't miss racism, but I'm not sure. I'm not saying I do miss racism. I'm saying I'm not sure it's gone. Anyway, these videos weren't just about racism. I could say I don't miss people posting videos explaining why the racist things they said or thought were not racist. That seems like an almost petty complaint, or anyway, very, very specific. <sighs> but things like that do drive me up the wall. It's okay to be racist. Well, it's not okay to be racist. It might be unavoidable to be racist. I don't want to say that either. What I want to say is, listen, sometimes there's a racist thought. You think it, or however you do that, or it passes, it passes through your mind. Sometimes it comes out of your mouth. But after, it out, after it's out, uh, the need to defend it, uh, it's like if you were carrying a bucket of water and you had some kind of twitch or you stumbled over something and panicked and your hand just let go of the bucket because you panicked about falling because you were thinking, oh no, I could fall. I don't want to hit my face on the ground. I have a pretty normal face. If that happened an accident and a spasm, and you drop the bucket, you wouldn't say, I threw the bucket down, but I had a good reason for it. Nobody would understand that. They'd probably be too tired and thirsty to listen to your reason. You would just say it was an accident, a shock and a spasm. People might blame you, but more likely they would understand. The same thing should go for most of what you think and say. Most of it is like a spasm. Something bounces around your brain, then your throat constricts, your mouth opens, and there are these words. Sometimes they're profound, mostly they're meaningless, almost all of them are forgettable, but sometimes they're racist. I don't understand why people spend so much time defending the racist ones. They could have just let them pass like all the rest. It feels like when you defend something, when you defend a thought, and most of them are random, but when you defend it, that really makes it your own. That's something. I'd like to hold on to that. When you defend a thought, that makes it your own. Is that how we know? It's not just thinking the thought, it's holding the thought and defending it that makes it ours. So when they get inside, you know who I mean, do we think things that we wouldn't defend? I'm talking about the whisperers, but trying not to focus on them. I only had, well, I only had Dr. Singh here. He seemed to think that we're far enough underground that any signal they send can't get in. I don't think he knows much about them. He's been at sea the whole time. Also, he's dead. Well, arguably, he's a mind in a box. Or he was a mind in a box. I think he still is. I'll explain later. I'm not sure <clears throat> that the Whisperers even use a signal. 
There was something the pair was saying about quantum entanglement. I would like to have talked more about that. Speaking of buckets, spasms, and good food, I've been eating very well down here. I don't want to describe it for you because there's nothing worse than hearing about good food if you're in a place without food or if you have food but you haven't eaten in a few hours and you just want something but you think you should save your food until you really need it. I've been eating well but my feeling is it's irradiated. Uh, Despite that, I've been gaining weight. That means I've been looking for a way to work out. I can't leave without maybe giving myself away to whoever lives nearby. I don't know if the authority has any authority here, but I don't want to risk it. The only exercise routine I ever enjoyed was the same one used by American moms and Russian gangsters, the kettlebell. That was an iron weight with a handle. You swing it. I don't have one here, but I do have buckets and water. I decided to fill up a bucket with water and swing it between my legs, the way I just swing my kettlebells. It worked out great the first few times. Most of the water stayed in the bucket. That's the physics of it. The last time, though, I don't know what happened. The bucket just slipped out of my hand. There was water everywhere, but especially on Dr. Singh. I haven't been able to turn him on for a while now. I'm hoping there's nothing to fix. I'm hoping it just dries out and starts working again. Isn't that the way it should work? He was on a ship. Why wouldn't he be waterproof? Or anyway, water-resistant. I don't think I killed him. If I did, he was already kind of dead. Well, I don't need to defend myself. It was an accident. I can't believe I miss him, but I do. Well, I hope you and your loved ones are waterproof. If not, please stay dry, and I'll talk to you next week.